You are listening to the sound of freedom. I thought it was silence. No? The sound of silence? That's something else? Yeah. That's not our show? Okay. All right. As always, you're listening to Talk Sucker. And as sometimes, I'm P, here with Leo. Par- partially. Leo? Just kidding. I'm, I'm only partially here. Just the other we, half of me is outside. Just because we were and like signing all sorts of like bits and stuff like that. Sometimes we do an episode, just the two of us, and we'd like to catch up on the things that we've watched since the last time we did an episode, just the two of us. Because there's some things that's only on our TV plate, as it were, right? I think so. Now, one thing that we'd mentioned was revenge, and I took a note that said the crazy psycho stalker girl, like lesbian, on revenge. Is that a thing that exists? Did it, I mistype something? It might have. I don't remember. It did seem like for, for a hot second, like this character was stalking Victoria. She, the, they met the in a psych ward. The yeah. southern girl? The, or su- the... the southern girl was stalking her. Right. For sure. But she's not a crazy psycho lesbian. She's not. But she's I, not I feel like near the beginning of her introduction, she seemed like she had a thing for Victoria where like she cut herself into pictures with Victoria and like was just like obsessed about being her best friend. And it seems like that route was how they were going to play it. Yeah. So is there any character that matches the description that I said? Or was that just... Not from my memory. Same. Not from mine either. Oh, well. Hmm. But there's regularly queer stuff in Revenge. Revenge. Billionaire. Billionaire Nolan Ross is often dating men or women or what have you. Yeah. And also, we were going to talk about the spinoff of Revenge starring Vanjie. Revenge. (laughs) Where she enacts revenge on all her exes. Or Revenge is a special Vanjie brand of revenge, right? <laughs> yes. I'm a brand manager. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is something that you said that you were going to teach me about. The Pillow Princess School of Thought. <laughs> oh, that? Yeah. It's just like a thing people say. Like, I, I remember hearing people refer to someone as a pillow princess, where it's just like someone who just like lays there and takes it during like anal intercourse. I guess maybe vaginal too, but we don't talk about that on this podcast. Should we talk about it? I I guess we, we should have a lesbian guest on our podcast. Who do you think we, it's the well, highest our, profile lesbian we could get? Obviously. <laughs> Leo's, Just kidding. Re- Leo's referring to a woman that I absolutely adore. She's she's very, like, funny and chill and smart and, like, you know, she's a mega powerful lesbian. I won't reveal who she is. It's a surprise for if we have her on the podcast. Yeah. She, she Right now, she's actually running on her treadmill. Oh, my gosh. I can't. The world is her treadmill. (laughs) Every place she goes is for her. I love her. Yeah. Oh, if only she would bear my children. I've (laughs) asked several times. I've asked so many times that it's officially strange. Yeah. (laughs) At this point, I have to pretend it's a long-term joke. You should stop, and I'll start. (laughs) (laughs) No. I'd be so jealous. I'd be like, him, not not me. (laughs) Oh, I've sent her baby photos, being like, look how adorable I am. It's true. Oh, yeah. Who wouldn't want to have your babies? Her. <laughs> her defi- definitively, <laughs> definitely, repeatedly her. 
but we'll see. Yeah. I guess if there's any listeners out there that want some top-notch issue, mm-hmm. some some stuff maybe not top-notch, you know, but in general top-notch issue. I take issue with this. <laughs> you can't just be offering up the goods willy-nilly. Yeah, I know they'd have to obviously make a case for it. Just a little something to everyone out there on your on your treadmill, hoping to get like a cup of my seed. It's for like a specific. If someone is like, "This is me," and like the other person to whom I offer my seed is fabulous and amazing in a bajillion ways, you know what I mean? It'd be something like that, and be like, "We don't know. We don't have a father." And you You're giving them a well. cup. I don't. Know <laughs> Are you gonna make a cup? I don't know what they require for this. <laughs> But you are, you're fully ready to hand out a coal cup. If the right situation came along, I'd be fully ready to give them as much as needed to do whatever <laughs> was requested. You know, oh. obviously. We're baking a cake. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Years ago, me and some friends were on an email chain while we were at work. And one of our friends was always posting recipes from this foul website that was like cooking with a cum. I was like, this is gross. Like, why would you do this? And... Yeah. The people's descriptions were just so over the top. Like, they'd be like, this is zesty. You know, they'd be, like, so into it. Yeah. Have I ever talked before about... Yeah. Not on Talk Sucker. No, but I was going to say, have I ever talked before about how much I dislike recipes on the internet? Yeah. I have. <laughs> but not on Talk Sucker. Oh, but not on Talk Sucker. Right, right. Yeah. Just because it seems like they're always, like, these long spiels with, like, these... In the 90s, when I was vacationing, and, like, this place, like, the such and such, you know? I'm like, just, do I need, like, a specific weird ingredient or something? Just tell me up front. Yeah. Oh, man. I feel like, yeah, recipes on the internet go too far. But I guess that's the thing. They they just have to write longer articles so they can fit more ads in between them. The next time I tell someone I'm a writer and they ask me what I write, I'm going to be like, recipes mostly. (laughs) And then I'll be like, I didn't always write recipes. You see, in 1996, (laughs) summering on the Cape with Quentin. Now, since we're going to talk about recipes... We were going to talk about cooking shows. And the most recent cooking show that of which we watched was anime, Food Wars. Anime Food Wars, right? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know what to expect, but it was not what I saw. Yeah. For the one of you out there that's unfamiliar with Anime Food Wars, I'll tell you what it is. It's people eating food and then they basically immediately orgasm in the most over-the-top way possible there were two orgasms in this first episode right there were four four orgasms okay because it was the lady and her three goons they they got fully naked and like i guess i considered that one orgasm because there were two separate instances of people coming from the food right okay yeah that's that's i i wasn't paying attention to the show you know what i might not have been either yeah yeah and like, you're not familiar at all with, like, the whole food genre of anime. No, I was not. Yeah, because that's what it is. The whole point is, like, to get a big reaction show, like, explaining how delicious the food is and being, like, tasting it and, like, oh, savoring it. It, it It's like, there's so many food, food anime. That seems so weird to me. Like, I understand that people like this stuff, but I'm like, it's just drawings of this stuff. You know, and I mean, like, food, with food shows where people are like, oh, it's so good because of this, but this is made-up nonsense about drawings. Here's the, here's the thing. I feel like how these, these things get started, like, for example, there's, like, a genre all about MMORPGs, which which is, like, video games where, like, just, like, multiple players, like, like do whatever 
I don't know if you're familiar with MMORPGs or whatever. I mean, I don't play them, but I know what they are. Okay. Um, then, yeah, like genres of anime like that get started because there's one one that people like and is successful. And then like tons of copies come out. So are the copies ever better than the original? And I mean, obviously, because some things will be in a similar field or a similar feel or vein. But you could just be like, oh, like they had more money. They had more time. You know what I mean? They did it this way. It's relative. Okay. Because the, the new Hunter x Hunter I preferred over the old Hunter x Hunter. Yeah. But but I feel like that that's the thing. It, it depends on which one you watch first. Because if you watch the newer stuff first and then you go back, the stuff behind seems cheaper but whereas if you watch old stuff first it just seems derivative yeah and and that that's kind of how the methodologies of like people who watch anime are for like comparing the two all right pillow princess you don't want to talk more about the pillow princess is it bad to be a pillow princess um it depends on who you ask how about this? i i take pr- great pride as a pillow princess status really i was yeah. gonna ask is there pillow princess pride yeah do they think- have a pride float. It's just like a, a person on a mattress and they're not doing anything. <laughs> You're not kidding, right? About the pride, about the pride. Ab- about the person on a mattress? No, no about no. the pillow princess pride. Per- no, about just that you're proud of it. You think? Yeah. Yeah. But because, because like, I'm, I'm not going to start doing things. I'm not a power bottom. I don't generate any of that power. So I'm just like... I, I own that, you know? I think it depends who one is with, you know? Yeah. I bet there are situations where you'd be like, movement is not going to add anything. And other ones where you'd be like, oh, this is, you know? Yeah. So it depends. I, it's not like a blanket thing, but, you know, I think it's cool. It's a cool concept. I like it. Because sometimes I'd say more often than the other way, I'm just like, oh, my God, calm down. What's going on here? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I have found just that sometimes other people, you know, they think frenetic nonstop activities is the only option, but whatever. You don't agree with what I was saying before, that we should let people have abortions. We should try and convince them that they can just be like, the baby's going to be evil or gay or something. I feel like that it wouldn't work. And I feel like if we wanted to change people's minds, I think the correct way to do it is to make them acknowledge women's rights to continue on their careers without being hindered by a child that they are not ready for. Yeah. Leo is just trying to get laid. Yeah. He's trying to bang checks. Don't believe him, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I just I just don't understand why you don't believe that they would not be in favor of aborting a gay child as much as they would be in favor of converting converting the child. I just think that it's obviously like I'm goofing around. I just think that they need to be given kind of two options to convince them of that, but also to have people be like, between X and Y, it's better for these reasons. Again, I'm not a doctor, you know? I'm just like, the fact that we make it this hard binary choice, like, people obviously don't seem like they're believing in science for some reason, so, you know? Yep, that, that is the issue. Well, what can we do to change that? Throw a pandemic and invite everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what we never talked about? What? Mucho, mucho amor. Oh, yeah. And the character on Snatch, Game of Love or whatever. Yeah. Right. So Walter Mercado. Walter Mercado. Mucho Mucho Amor is the Walter Mercado documentary that was on one of the streaming services, right? Netflix. Netflix. Brought to you by Hulu. 
Wait, what? <laughs> and it was about that... Psychic. That psychic that was portrayed on Snatch Game by... Alexis Mateo. Alexis... Isn't her name Alexis Vanji Mateo? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And... Uh, the documentary was nice. It was uplifting. It seemed like a positive person and very upbeat and very loving, you know? Yeah. It seems like basically like the stars aligned perfectly for that documentary because it seemed like they started the documentary with enough time to interview him and then record the last years of his life until he died. Yeah. And then... Oh, the guy that made the documentary is in prison for having killed him. Really? Yes. Did you not see that part? No. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's crazy. What happened? They just wanted an end to the movie, so the guys were like slowly poisoning him. <laughs> Insane, right? I think they sent them to the same prison that Selena's man, like uh, <laughs> that Selena's fan club's president is at. What was the deal? Actually, did did they actually kill him? Selena? No, Selena. I know she got shot by her manager. Yeah. Uh, the documentary film crew did not kill Walter Mercado. Okay. <laughs> but. Also, and then Alexis Mateo did Walter Mercado on Snatch Game, and it reignited people's interest, interest in Walter Mercado. Walter yeah. Mercado. Yeah. And then, like, the next week, they just, like, dropped it. <laughs> so do you think it was synergy? Do you think someone at Netflix was like, hey, we got this coming down the pipeline, Ricky? No, I, I think I think they saw that Walter Mercado was trending, and they pushed it forward in, in release date. That probably did happen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Someone got a promotion at Netflix for having their prayers answered, I guess. Yeah. The documentary was pretty fun. I thought that the beginning was really compelling and really fantastic. And then I lost interest in Steam partway through. Yeah. The ending wasn't quite as compelling as the beginning. Yeah. yeah. But beyond that, it was good. Yeah. It, it was interesting because even though he d he will not admit to it, he, he definitely seemed like he was queer. And like, it's well, he interesting. Didn't say he wasn't. He d he. D he d he avoided the question, which is I don't know, is is a little suspicious. <laughs> suspicious. I don't know. Do you think that he could be asexual or anything like that? Or I don't just... think he's asexual because he's like I have sex with the wind, with the air, hair, with the air. Oh really? Yeah. Sounds he he said so something cool. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say sounds so cool? I was gonna say that it was, but I didn't say it. I stopped. Okay. I was gonna be like, it sounds so hot. <laughs> and what did you think of Snatch Game of Love? You kind of Ugh, I hate it. it. I'm over it. I mean, mm -hmm. I know they're like Snatch Game is uh, overdone at this point, but there's yeah. a reason. Like making them change it up to like the match game. I just think that there's yeah. no nothing gained. Yeah. What other game show do you think it would here, be cool to have celebrities do? Well, the, here's the thing. If they are going to do a match game, they should do it the way Cracker was playing it, where you have to actually get the person to know who you are through your clues. <laughs> well, I'm being serious because... That, yeah. Because that way, it's a, at least it's a, it could be a fun game or mini challenge. And to be, to be like, oh, we have to... We threw a celebrity. And it could be something like where they change every round, you know? Yeah. Just, just so it's kind of like... Like, they could have an answer in their head, and they could be like, if you can find a way to say this, that people aren't like, it's so obvious, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can't be like, well, what do you want to do on our date? I don't know, I might go crazy and get my, shave my hair, hair off. You know, you can't be like, okay, that Britney Spears famously did that one thing. Like, she's not bringing it up every sentence, you know? <laughs> Something like that, you know? But, again, it, it adds almost nothing. Yeah. I, I, I feel like... How, that that is tough how to fix it mm. i don't know think of another game show that they would do like a question and answer game show there were or a 
answer and question, question game, game show, show Jeopardy. Jeopardy. The thing is, there were a bunch, but they never had as many celebrities as maybe as like a match, match game, game of love. Here, here's another thing I hate about match game. They split them off up into really small groups, which I think Cause, is because that is based on an actual TV show where the guy interviews three people. Yeah, to date one of them, you know. Yeah, but I feel like for snatch game mechanics, it's better if they're all there so they can riff on each other. And because if someone's doing poorly, everyone should be able to take advantage of that, you know. And the odds that you have a great comeback to one of the two people you're with are yeah. dramatically lower. Sure, I agree. I'm just saying. The only other thing where there were as many celebrities in one group all intermingling is Hollywood Squares. Yeah. Because that was a, a box of nine, you know? Yeah. And I feel like... That it, would the, actually be cool because then you'd have to be like, oh, I have to play this person or, you know? Yeah. If they were actually keeping score, but that also is senseless. What are the rules of... Hollywood Squares? Yeah. It's like tic-tac-toe, but you gamble on, like, the celebrity's answer. So okay. you'd call on me, you'd be like, P, in, in the top right square, and I'd be like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'd ask, it's a scripted question with an answer, you know? And, like, they usually joke around, but it'd be like, you know, a giraffe's tongue is this long. And the person would be like, ask my wife. <laughs> you know, some <laughs> can joke or whatever. And then you'd be like, hmm. I think it's uh, over 18 inches long, you know? And then the person who's playing would, like, bet if it's right or wrong, you know? And then if you bet correctly, you get the you get the point. So okay. you could bet that they're not right. You know? Yeah, I, I feel like that would be lovely with Snatch Game format. And then it's just tic-tac-toe, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that could work. And nine celebrities at a time is a good, a good section yeah. to pull from. Especially for all-stars because you want to use all... <sighs> Here's the thing, though. There's not that many good all-stars. Like, who are they going to have next? Um, you mentioned one earlier. I'm trying to remember. Dita Ritz. Dita Ritz, you said. I should... think Dita Ritz should be an, uh, an all invited to all-star season. You said before many people who have already gone, right? You yeah. said before some. And we won't we won't name names. There's no need to. Because mm -hmm. it's in some ways, it's personal preference, you know? Yeah. But still... You've got a fan here. Yeah, this person who pretended to shave half of their head off. I, I'm excited for Drag Race UK Snatch Games. I do find those really appealing because... Yeah, they were really great as a yeah. group. Yeah. Man, those British queens right? they were pretty good. Yeah, huh? they're great at Snatch Game. As opposed to, I was surprised by the Canadian Drag Race because I had high hopes going in because of UK ones. Yeah, I wouldn't say that I had high hopes because of the UK one. You know what I mean? Just... Yeah. I guess because the UK show seemed different in ways than the Canadian show one has so far. So I wasn't really comparing it. Yeah. Know? But there's UK Snatch Games. That was a good one. Yeah. Oh, then. Is there anything else to talk about? Like the Apple show and Hulu show Queer Algorithms? Queer Algorithms? Some, like a random thing Meanie Leak said on Housewives that I don't even remember anymore. Like stuff that's like not super <laughs> necessary or vital. Oh, okay. I remembered one of the gay things from Revenge that we thought was really funny. What? Remember when Nolan Ross starts dating that new guy? Yeah. And he's like, I've never met anyone like you. And he's like, now you have. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, that's so corny. Is the guy just taking advantage of him? Yeah. yeah. Was he? I can't remember which guy that was. It might be the guy he ended up with. Yeah. I just thought that part was so funny. 
I wrote down this one thing about this thing that happened like on Twitter last week that I saw and I had never followed up with it so I don't know what happened but people said that Lohanthony had posted some video mm -hmm. where he was talking about how empty and meaningless his life was and using substances and like he kept on using phrases like about same-sex relationships or attraction and people were like is it Lohanthony like religious and going back in the closet this is so weird so and some people were like this is a joke and I never followed up on it it's just something that was a blip on the screen for part of the night you know Leonard change the position of your microphone <laughs> okay um I don't know who Lohanthony is he's just the internet kid like he's an internet kid that said calling all basic bitches okay yeah anyway he's a queer young youtuber type or whatever yeah all right okay then besides so you don't need have she readjusted your microphone again okay mucho mucho we talked about drag race canada all-stars we talked about Ooh, drag race canada all-stars who do you think from this season is coming back for all-star season of canada um lemon lemon rita did, did rita win or go home or something Rita has a top three. Oh, okay. Well, who knows? Yeah. You don't know who Lohanthony is, or you, you don't really keep on internet stuff, nope. right? Do I'm you... not an internet personality. But what about word usage? Because I feel like word usage on the internet affects word usage in real life at this point, right? Yes, but I don't talk to people in real life. <laughs> it's only because there's a pandemic and things are changed. You used to go to school. And... I didn't talk to people at school, <laughs> ever. Well, whatever. You have some friends that you talk to. I do have some friends that I talk to that are also their own isolated bubbles, kind of. <laughs> well, not as much as I want them to for a pandemic, but... <laughs> yeah, scary. I guess the thing is, my comment really only leads to people that are, like, actively reading internet stuff because I think it's easy to know word usage suddenly change or be accepted as something or to start being, like, overused, you know, and I hate to say that, but it's, like, sometimes words become a shortcut yeah. for how something feels about someone. Here's my thing. I feel like I am the sort of person who loves to read internet articles, but like I feel like the internet articles that of which I read are more like they have found a new mechanism which bacteria uses to attach itself to the starches of our intestines and they're studying it to create such and such applications like creating thing, uh, robots that attach to our stomachs and stuff. So that's my kind of internet, you know? Sure, I get that, but you know, that's... That's like scientific journalism or, you know, peer-reviewed work. I'm talking about commentary and jabber, you know? Yeah, I don't commentary and jabber with no one. Unless it's about Pokemon. Do you think jibber-jabber is a better type of jabber than regular jabber? Or is it just... Is there any difference between jibber-jabber and jabber? Jibber-jabber is the lowest form of jabber. It jibber is. Jibber might as well mean useless. It like a stand-in for useless, you know? I feel like jabber is more productive than jibber jabber. Hmm. I guess so. Jabber could also be informative. Like, oh, it's just the jabber from the manual. As yeah. As this, this, this jibber jabber about a pizza yeah. party. Nobody said gibberish is useful. But jibber jabber is spelt with a J and gibberish is gibberish with a G. Are they the same root word? Mm hmm. What's jibber? Oh, want to find out? <laughs> want to find out? Tune into our show on the Great Courses Plus about word entomology. <laughs> and you're like, that's the wrong one. That's the joke. Yeah. Uh, I love Enemins. Remember when we used to pass by that Enemins? Uh, donut store? Yeah, it was like the factory outlet and they'd have the super cheap donuts. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Enemin Donuts. Now closed for the pandemic, but still buy stuff online. Chocolate and robe donuts. I only like them from that place because they're so cheap. There's a dollar for a box. That way I could eat a whole box and love it. <laughs> and the store, they're like 
It's so much more expensive than that. For our viewers at home, I would like to describe the way which he eats his donuts. He eats the chocolate on the outside oh, and good. leaves the rest. It's like the core of the donut. <laughs> <laughs> you don't eat apple cores. You don't eat donut cores. <laughs> The outside is the most nutritious, delicious part. Oh my gosh. Should we drive to Donut Man right now? Yes. Let, let's make bets on t to see who you're, we're going to run into. At Donut Man? <laughs> my bet, the lesbian that we were just talking about who might join us on our Ooh. podcast. That That's my bet. Oh man. And I'd I, be like, can I get a, uh, can I get this and this and, what about you? Do you need anything? Some sperm or something? <laughs> donuts and stuff like that yeah i know we could have them but sometimes it seems like a little unnecessarily risky yeah, yeah. We should we should we try to make donuts at home or is that point yeah i'm not opposed to making donuts at home and like they're so delicious that here's the thing i like a selection of donuts and it would be annoying to make four or five different types of donuts mm -hmm. so we'd have to concentrate on maybe two max or Three, if we can get the dough of one to serve as double duty, like as a Boston cream or something else. Right? Yeah. And then beyond that, I like a mixture. Like I, I don't know how to make a great chocolate dough at home. I don't know, like the glaze. I like the chocolate glaze. I like Boston cream. You know? I like crawlers. We can't make a crawler at home. <laughs> not, a, not a good crawler, you know. We'd, we'd have to learn because it, it's like a... Yeah. I, I presume that one's first batch of crawlers comes out a bit rustic. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm not opposed to it. I love fried dough. It just wouldn't exactly be the donut experience that that I like for donuts. I like to get like a bunch of different types and basically get sick eating donuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, man, donuts, life before the pandemic. Remember it? Yeah. What are you most looking forward to after the pandemic is over? Hmm. Oh, I guess just like, and obviously you mean besides the the relief that is not living in a nightmare world where we all have to wear masks and stuff. I guess just travel. My parents recently were like, do you want to come? Like, you know, you're like airplanes are safe. They recycle the air, some nonsense. And I was like, it's, I would prefer not to. So, you know, there's that. Yeah. Of course I'd like to see my parents, but realistically, I guess what I'd like is if travel got better if we met up where my sister's at or something, you know, mm -hmm. just cause I guess I, I'm not like keen on travel in most cases. And like, I don't think I would make it on a, yeah. <laughs> on a plane where everyone's making a mask, wearing a mask. I just, I, I'm not certain I could, I could, uh, stomach know. it. <laughs> I just think that it'd be like 10 times worse than a normal flight mm -hmm. and normal flights are already, they're just like the annoying thing you have to put up with to go see stuff. You know? Yeah. So now if there's this, it's like they're already saying not to like travel unnecessarily. And not that it's unnecessary, like to see my parents, but they're, you know, healthy and good spirits and stuff like that. So, and it's also, it's nightmarish right now where they're at. I don't know when they're planning, <laughs> when exactly they want me to go. I'm still, I'd be scared to travel right now. It's a bit much. Would you want me? Because also I wouldn't go for like a week or two. I'd go for like a longer time if travel is like still restricted. I'd be like, well. I think, a year? Well, not a year. That's a month maybe a month or more two months i don't know that's the thing if five it, months if, if you're gonna longer, be gone for five months you might as well be gone for a year i think at some point it might have to be that i'll have to start spending a couple months in a row there okay maybe. if you if you spend 
three, you get a special prize. Oh, I got a special sticker or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. I like it, and I miss my friends. But we, we talk every day and stuff like that. And a lot of the stuff that I like from back east during a pandemic also would be closed. And not that the, my parents alone aren't the, the selling point. You know, of course they are. Yeah. It's also like, well... I'd be, like, extra on lockdown. Not that I have, like, a wildlife one there, but I like to go out and see friends and see museums and this and that. So I'd be like, well, now I feel extra horrible doing that. Yeah. There's a switch on hold for us, and... Is that true? Still? I think so. And, oh, right, like... Right, right. Yeah. What what country? <laughs> yeah, back east. Back that east. country of back east. Back east? <laughs> Is there anything else? I can't think of anything. Can you think of any other queer thing we see on we saw on TV? Mm. What else were we watching? Steven Universe, which mm. is the most queer comic cartoon ever. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It was meant to be. Yeah. And it, it's not apologizing at all for it. Yeah. yeah. I love Steven Universe. I love seeing it again. And I love rewatching it. But from beginning to end, I think we've seen it like twice. When it was first out, lots of people were excited for it. I was like, yeah, what is it? And then I was like, oh, it's so weird. These characters are hideous. I don't like it. And then I grew to think it's so great. So I really like it. Even many of them that are hideous, I think, are like beautifully hideous now. Yeah, I, I feel like you... I, I had to push you to watch it. And like I had to skip forward a bunch of episodes so that you could catch up faster. <laughs> yeah, Leo's good to power watch them. Yeah. He curates out the, the dross and he tells you... If anything ever that's going to be substantial to the plot or understanding, he'll tell he'll be like, "Do you want to watch it, or do you want to know it's a small thing?" And it's an un- he'll be like, "It's a small thing in an otherwise bad and unimportant episode." Yeah, etc. I mean, or whatever the case is. I I like all the episodes, so I wouldn't say any of them are unimportant because I did feel like in in Steven Universe, like every single episode added something to the plot, even if it was just like minor background details that are just like say tell a story of like what happened and what what is what you know. Yeah, that's why I said or whatever the case. Is, yeah, that's not what you said for this. Or, yeah, I was just like you said that for something at one. Yeah, and then beyond that. I don't know, but I think we've, we've caught up with everything that we're watching, etc. Yeah. So, everyone, have fun. I, I hope you like your treadmill time. We'll see you again next yeah, week. You must have the most fit listeners. <laughs> oh, fit. Oh, the right fit, though. Yeah. Um, well, thanks. Bye. See you. Bye.